Good morning and welcome to Tea Talks. Um, today I want to talk to women in particular um, from a topic called Women Always Land on Their Feet. We're living in days where a lot of things are up in the air as a result of a worldwide pandemic that is sweeping across the nations with devastating destruction, racial unrest, protest, and finally, insistence that racial inequality is everyone's problem and should be everyone's concern. Age-old educational systems are now scrambling to try and figure out their next move. Unemployment at lows never seen before in a presidential race that the outcome as never before will change the direction of this country. It can be unsettling any one of those things, and perhaps it can even be more unsettling when we are faced with so many uncertainties and so many things that are up in the air all at the same time. But according to the laws of gravity, what goes up must come down, and I believe the laws of God provide for a safe landing when as women our confidence is in Him. Psalms 37 and 23 says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. The Lord makes firm. He makes secure. He makes stable. He makes steady. He makes strong the steps of the one who delights in him. I grew up with two sisters and six brothers, and between the nine of us, mischief was commonplace more so from one of my brothers who did not like cats. In fact, to say that he did not like cats would really be an understatement. He had a loathing for the species of domesticated feline and every chance he got, he would find a way to make sure that they knew about it. Now, if you're an animal lover, you may be disturbed by this story and it's not my intent to offend you, but I use it to make a point. My brother seemed to be particularly intrigued at the fact that no matter how high he would toss those cats up in the air, the cat would always land on its feet. One day, attempting to outsmart his arch enemy, he climbed up our biggest oak tree as high as he could, cat in hand in the audience of us kids below, and with excitement he said, watch, I bet he won't land on his feet now. I remember watching that cat spiraling down out of control and just as I decided that there is no way he could survive this time, in the last moments of the fall, the cat instinctively began to stretch out its limbs, twist its body, and then it happened. The cat landed on its feet. What my brother didn't know is that cats have what is called a riding reflex. It is an inbuilt balancing system that when falling allows them to orient themselves and land on their feet. As we're facing so many things that are up in the air, I'm reminded of that incident with my brother. And if you're feeling some kind of way about this cat story, I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive him and allow me to refocus your attention because I said all of that to say 
We too have a very cunning enemy. To say that he does not like us would be a huge understatement. He loathes the people of God and he will take every opportunity to find a way to make sure that we know it. But I believe that women are much like the cat in the story. When we are pushed over the edge, when we are dropped unexpectedly and at times feel that our life is spiraling down and out of control, our inner balancing system, the writing reflex, if you will, that even as we are falling allows us to orient ourselves and rather than crashing and burning, we land on our feet. I don't know about your life, but I have certainly had some spiraling down instances in my own life. One minute I was up and the next I was down and as the song says, I was almost leveled to the ground. But thank God there was something instinctively working on the inside of me, balancing me and no matter the injustice I was enduring, no matter the mistreatment I was managing, no matter the friends that quickly broke fellowship, no matter the threats of homelessness, no matter the church that had no compassion, no matter the proverbial rogue being snatched out from under me, what the enemy did not know, and maybe what I did not even know of myself, is that I had a writing reflex on board that guaranteed my safe landing because the Lord himself makes my steps secure. He makes my steps stable. He makes my steps steady. And he makes my steps strong because I delight myself in him. Let's define what reflex is. Reflex is defined as an action that is performed as a response without conscious thought. It is a response in the moment to something without having the benefit of premeditation, contemplation, learning, or wittiness. In other words, because one does not plan to fall, one cannot plan how to fall. The strength of our reflex, our response in the moment, will simply determine not only how we land, but if we, in fact, are able to land on our feet. So how do cats land on their feet? That's a great question, and I'm glad it's asked. There are two components of the riding reflex that a cat must rely upon when finding itself in the precarious position of falling. The first is the vestibular apparatus, which deals with the inner ear, and the second is the skeletal structure. The vestibular apparatus inside a cat's ear is used for balance and orientation, and this enables cats to quickly figure out which way is up and to rotate their head instantly so the body can follow. The skeletal structure, cats have a flexible spine, meaning that they can correct themselves easily and quickly during a fall. Their backs arch, the feet go underneath the body and they bring their front paws in close to the face in order to protect it. In the same way, 
As we consider the idea that women always land on their feet, there are three things that I believe will serve to strengthen our writing reflex if and when we find ourselves in the precarious position of having so many things up in the air that it feels like we ourselves are falling. And those three things are the Word of God, the will of God, and the worship for God. Let's look at Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11, where it talks about the temptation of Jesus. It says, Then the Spirit led Jesus up into the wilderness so that the devil might tempt him. After Jesus had fasted for forty days and forty nights, he was starving. The tempter came to him and said, Since you are God's Son, command these stones to become bread. Jesus replied, It's written, People won't live only by bread, but every word spoken by God. After that, the devil brought him into the holy city and stood him at the highest point of the temple. He said to him, Since you are God's son, throw yourself down, for it is written, I will command my angels concerning you. They will take you up in their hands so that you won't hit your foot on a stone. Jesus replied again, It's written, Don't test the will of the Lord your God. Then the devil brought him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. He said, I'll give you all these if you bow down and worship me. Jesus responded, Go away, Satan, because it's written, You will worship the Lord your God and serve only him. The devil left him, and angels came and took care of him. Now, I actually read Matthew 4, um, 1 through 11, but I want to focus in just a little bit um, on some, some parts of that passage. Um, Satan, first of all, is a fallen being, and he works towards one purpose and goal, and that is to cause us to fall. Psalms 37, 23, and 24 declares that the steps of a man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way, and though he falls, he will not be overwhelmed, for the Lord is holding his hand. Now, this isn't referring to any specific gender, so I'm going to read that passage again in Psalms 37, 23, and 24. And I'm going to insert as if it's speaking to me or as if it's speaking to women. The steps of a woman are ordered by the Lord and he delights in her way. Though she falls, she will not be overwhelmed for the Lord is holding her hand. If we do what Jesus did in response to temptation, which is he honored the word and the will of God and only worshiped God. I believe the same response that kept Jesus from falling in the first place are the necessary responses to keep us from falling in the first place. And should we fall, will strengthen our writing reflex and will cause us to land safely, secure, stable, steady, and strong on our feet. Writing reflex number one, the Word of God. 
From Matthew 4 and 4 says, Jesus replied, It's written, People won't live only by bread, but by every word spoken by God. Proverbs 4, 20 through 21 says, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and healing to all their flesh. When a cat is falling, the vestibular apparatus, or the inner ear, helps the cat to gain its balance and orientation, and then to quickly figure out which way is up. Once the cat rotates its head into the right position, the rest of the body has no other option but to follow. When we consistently give our attentiveness to the Word of God, when we incline our ears to His sayings, it will bring balance in our life. His Word will help us to shift our orientation so we can figure out which way is up. Attentiveness to His Word will cause a rotation of our head or our central system, our ways of thinking, our ways of being, and our ways of doing, so that the body of everything attached to us can follow. When the Word of God is entrenched in our lives, it is a writing reflex response that will correct what's out of control in our lives and cause us to land on our feet secure, stable, steady, and strong. Psalms 121.3 says, He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. The second writing reflex is the will of God. From Matthew 4 and 7 says, Jesus replied again, It is written, Don't test the will of the Lord your God. And in Luke 22, verse 42, it says, Jesus went out of the city to the Mount of Olives as he usually did. His disciples followed him. When he arrived, he said to them, Pray that you won't be tempted. Then he withdrew from them about a stone stone, knelt down and prayed, Father, if it is your will, take this cup of suffering away from me. However, your will must be done, not mine. Jesus was facing death itself, and sometimes the things we are faced with can look and feel and can smell like death to us. It's uncomfortable, to say the least. And if God doesn't come to our rescue or relief urgently, it can cause us to want to take matters into our own hands. And so, sometimes we go ahead and jump. <clears throat> Excuse me. We jump into the relationships. We jump into the marriage. We jump in, into the debt. We, we jump from one thing to the next. We take the leap of faith or so we think, just to discover that it was a decoy of the enemy fueled by our anxiousness. But when we are being put to the test, our response and declaration should be, I will not place my momentary sufferings above God's eternal sovereignty. Your will, not mine, must be done. Being settled in the will of God will cause us to land on our feet safely, secure, stable, steady, and strong. He made you, He knows all about you, and He knows what's best for you. Not my will, but thy will be done. The third writing reflex is the worship of God. 
Matthew 4, 10 and 11, Jesus responded, Go away, Satan, because it's written, You will worship the Lord your God and serve only him. The devil left him and angels came and took care of him. Deuteronomy 4 and 39 says, Know therefore this day and consider it in thine heart that the Lord, he is God in heaven above and upon the earth beneath there is none else. The worship of God is always the right reflex response. The worship that I speak of is not that of an outward display. The worship that I speak of is not that of lip service. The worship that I speak of is not what you aspire to do on any given Sunday or what you do in your church setting. The worship that I speak of is that of a heart that is undividedly surrendered to the obedience of God's word, his will, and his ways. It's time to stop telling people that you're a Christian, a follower of Jesus, and to start being a display of his glory and grace. People will rarely listen to your talk if you don't have the walk. Worship is not what we do. Worship is who we are. If we understand today that women always land on their feet, we must also know and understand this means that sometimes we may fall. And I'm not here to tell you you may never slip, never stumble, or never fall. I am here to tell you how to land on your feet if or when you do. We can't always control the circumstances of falling. It can be the result of the loss of a job the loss of a spouse, the loss of trust. It can be the result of the loss of family relationships because we don't plan to fall. We cannot plan how to fall. We can't always control the circumstances of falling, but we can, as our feline friends so gracefully do, we can control our landing with the right writing reflex responses. The Word of God and its promises by settling ourselves in his will and perfect plan for our lives and worshiping him with our whole heart. There's one final thing we should know about a falling cat. Scientists think that the higher the fall, the more time cats have to be able to right themselves. When falling from a high place, cats reach a place in the fall where they begin to relax and stretch their legs out, much like how a flying squirrel does. They expand their body size and create air resistance. It's almost as if cats can, at will, turn themselves into little parachutes, increasing drag resistance to slow their speed that allows them to land safely on their feet. I don't know where you are today, whether you're at the highest point of the Temple of Temptation or on a very high mountain looking out over life, and although you are uncertain if you will land or not, jumping seems to be the only answer. I've been in that place before. I don't know if you're already falling, if things in your life are spiraling down, nobody really knows about the depression or the eating disorders, the physical abuse you endure, or the physical abuse you give because you keep it well covered, but every day you're struggling with the effects of falling 
One minute you're up and the next minute you're down and the next minute almost level to the ground. I've been in that place before too. I don't know if you are falling as a result of having jumped yourself or because something or someone else pushed you or if you slipped or if you tumbled or maybe it's a case of you're just straight tripping over something or someone. I've been in that place too and that's why I can tell you with certainty that however it is and even if you are in the last moments of the fall today you can land safely secure stable steady and strong and I want to encourage you that no matter how much is up in the air right now don't be afraid to go higher don't be afraid to take a leap of faith to obtain what God has promised you your inbuilt writing reflex system, the Word of God, the will of God, and the worship of God will bring you to a safe landing. So hold your head up high. Your help comes from above. Put an arch in your back. Stretch your hands out in worship. Embrace yourself for the landing that's safe, secure, stable, steady, and strong in Him. I speak this blessing over your life. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. You may work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever is my prayer. Amen and amen.